0: Thanks for tuning in to Travel Royally Podcast. This is your host, Hayden Moore. We're sponsored by Royal Links Golf Tours, where we create unforgettable golf vacations to the British Isles. You can find us at royallinksgolftours.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Travel Royally Podcast. Today, we've got John Casey on. He uh, lives in Ross He His family owns Ross Pinna Golf Resort. Um, Thank you for coming on, John. How are you doing this morning or afternoon for you?
1: Thank you for the opportunity. Delighted to be here.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for coming on. Um, Let's just talk about a little bit about your your family business and how that started.
1: Yeah, so my father bought the Raspina Golf Resort, um, what was the hotel, and one golf course in 1981. And through the years, he added on to the hotel and made some changes to the original course. And then obviously, Sandy Hills came on stream in 2003. And more recently, St. Patrick's Lynx opened, um, opened mm-hmm. for play this year. So we have a lot of golf here in, in Northwest Donegal. So there's plenty plenty for people to come and see and play.
0: Yes, yeah. We, uh, we've done some research on the new, the new course, um, St. Patrick's, and we're, we're excited to get a chance to play that. Um, that opened up recently, correct? I know <laughs> it was during COVID and then it kind of had a delay. Um, how, did, how is that coming along?
1: Yeah, so St. Patrick's opened uh, the last week of June this year and it's mm-hmm. just closed now for the winter season. So it's been great, uh, really good feedback since it opened. People are really enjoying it. It's, it's very different to anything else in Ireland with the wide fairways and really cool, interesting greens. So um, it's a new type of links Golf for Ireland, You know, more associated with places like Bandon Dunes and, and Streamsong. So it's very mm-hmm. different um, in terms of the classic Lynx Golf courses in Ireland, but different in a very good way. And the feedback so far has been been super positive.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So we're, we're excited about that. Um, I know when I was doing some research on it, uh, it used to be an old golf course that uh, went under. Um, which golf course was that?
1: So um, it was it was two golf courses. It was owned by a local guy and he developed two golf courses there in the early 90s. One golf course was designed by Eddie Hackett. Who designed some of Ireland's great courses like Carn, Waterville, Connemara, mm-hmm. and then the second course was actually laid out by a woman. Uh, first course in Ireland designed by a lady, a woman called Joanne O'Hare, who at the time was an assistant pro in Royal County Down. So both courses were were laid out and open for play in kind of the mid to late nineties, and um, really just pay for play facility and. I suppose that they, they didn't get the same press and publicity as, as maybe they deserved for the stunning piece of property. And then in the mid-2000s, a developer bought the land off the local guy, Dermot Walsh, and he brought in Jack Nicholas. and Jack Nicholas intended to build two 18-hole golf courses on the piece of property. Now, mm-hmm. it's just over 300 acres, and obviously Nicklaus's golf courses are big, bold golf courses, so it was possibly a bit of a stretch. So whenever Tom came along, um, the intention was one golf course sprawled across the 300 acres, which um, was definitely the best use of the land, in, in our opinion, as well.
0: I got you. Um, so where, uh, where did you grow up in Ireland?
1: I, I grew up here. I was uh, born and bred in, in Donegal, um, Rasapena. I went to college for five years and I came back and, and myself, and my brother, Frank, both work full time in the business. We both work between the golf and the hotel operations. So,
0: did you grow up at uh, playing on the, on which course did you grow up playing on? So, mostly the old Tom Morris
1: Links. Um, the Sandy Hills really only opened in 2003. So, I was about 16, 17 years old. So, yeah, a lot of my uh, golf as a kid was played on the old Tom Morris Links. And then, obviously, when Sandy Hills opened, um, played that a little bit too.
0: Sweet. So, um, you a heavy golfer yourself?
1: I uh, play a bit. I, I try and play as, as much as I can, but I suppose the, the golf season's busy for us, so it's not that easy to play, you know, yeah. a lot more time, but it's played quite a bit.
0: Yeah, well, you got the courses available to you. <laughs> you get to kind of play whenever you want or whenever you have availability, I guess you'd say. Um, my uh, uncle owned a course when I was growing up, so I was lucky enough to play at my country club in, in the town. Yeah. Um, but man, golf is expensive. Once you get older and you move, it's it's like a, a weekly fee, <laughs> and it's actually a lot cheaper here than it is um, in the British Isles. But and that's because you know the the greatness of the courses, and there there's a a lot less um, availability here. Um, but you know, obviously, it's it's worth it. Um, being able to play all the links courses, and um, I'm excited to take my first trip. I'm going to uh, Ireland next April with the company, um, and I'm I'm looking forward to that. <clears throat> Let's um talk about uh, your favorite Irish golfer.
1: Uh, yeah, so I suppose we've been we've we some great ambassadors. Um, Padraig Harrington and and Rory McIlroy have been great ambassadors. Obviously, major winners. Graham McDowell and Shane Lowry also major winners. It's it's terrific. Um the run that we've had. And Darren Clark, you know, it's terrific the run that they've had since since Harrington first won the oh. British Open back in 07. He won a couple of majors in oh eight. Then Rory obviously went in his run of, of four majors in Clark in two thousand eleven that the open and, and Lowry most recently in Royal Portrush. Rush. So it's been a terrific, um terrific number of years. But we also have a, a close connection with Paul McGinley. Paul McGinley was the Ryder Cup captain in Glen Eagles, and he hosted the Irish Legends tournament, which is uh, like a Champions Tour, European Senior Tour event here on our Old Tom Morris links just in August past. And Paul's just a great ambassador for Donegal. Um, Anytime he has an opportunity, he commentates on Sky Sports, and anytime he has an opportunity... He, he mentions Donegal and talks about Donegal and what a great place it is and the great golf courses and yeah. the Hidden Gems and Undiscovered Golf Courses as well as the more famous golf courses. So I suppose if I had to pick one golfer and his impact and, and support, um, it would be Paul McGinley.
0: Sweet, sweet. Um, you know, I know uh, Rory just had a, a good win. He, he's had a kind of a down spell for a while, but seems like he's picking it back up. Um, the Ryder Cup, he played well. And then you know, I think he just got motivation from that. I think he's going to start tearing it up again.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think uh, when Rory's on song or close to being on song, he's 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 practically unbeatable. Yeah, and uh, um, you know, people say he's at a down spell. I think he just slipped outside the top ten in the world. Yeah,
0: but no, well, for him, you know, you got to have standards.
1: High expectations. Yeah, the standards and expectations everybody has of Michael Roy kind of are more indicative of of, of where he is. You know, it's he's still obviously, you know one of the best if not the best player in the world and when he was playing well it's, it's kind of undeniable but he's, he's a great great asset um, he took on the Irish Open uh, here in Ireland maybe eight ten years ago and he, he really added to it as an event and he hosted it for a number of years secured some great sponsors and got it to some great golf courses so uh, obviously the, the Irish Irish people and Irish golf has a huge debt of gratitude to Rory for that, and uh, it's it's been great, great for the tournament and great for the European Tour to have Rory involved.
0: Awesome. Um, did you get a? Did you watch the uh, Ryder Cup at all?
1: Yeah, yeah, I uh, watched it. Yeah, it was good. It was pretty one sided from the, the get go, <laughs> but I think we knew that was going to happen. The, you know, the American team on paper and you know playing a course that was really set up for them. It was it was you know pretty one-sided but it's good for the tournament and good for golf in general that it keeps people interested in it and, and hopefully in two years time it's it's another you know tightly contested match in, in mm-hmm. Italy
0: um what do you think uh how do you compare the course at whistling Straits to uh natural links courses in the British Isles
1: um, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, natural links courses are, 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 are stunning and, and pretty difficult to, to beat. Like everything's there. I mean, St. Patrick's was a hugely natural site and um, Tom rooted it through the dunes, through the kind of existing courses. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's, there's so little earth movement to create, you know, stunning, stunning golf holes with some amphitheater greens and just some unbelievably cool features. And you get right across the site into the the high dunes at the beginning and then you know closer to the coast and it's just a stunning piece of ground so it's it's different you know i've i've played other golf courses that have been built um but but a lot of the links courses in britain ireland you know when they were created it was before modern machinery so you'd have to say a lot yeah. of them were found as opposed to built so the routing was all about where you could go and where a golfer could go as opposed to what you could make work with with bulldozer you know and excavator machinery so It's just a little bit different, but all golf courses, you know, Whistling Straits to me looked stunning on the television, you know, great looking golf course, you know, and it was really cool for the crowds and some of those power threes, you know, the cliff edge holes and greens were were just really, really, really cool. And it's always looked good in the USPGAs that it had. It always looked great in TV. So it looks like a really cool place.
0: Yeah. Going back to uh, the teams, um, I feel like the the chance that Europeans had were uh, the amount of experience that the team had because um, you had a lot of rookies and a lot of young guys um, on U.S. side, but the Europeans had the, you know, more experience. So I think that that, that was the one thing that scared me for sure. So obviously we had the young, um, the young guys that on paper were a little bit better um, in the rankings, but, you know, I think ranking in, in golf doesn't mean anything. It just matters if, like, who shows up that day. But I think that the experience is definitely the one part that scared me.
1: Yeah. yeah. You're kind of saying then the likes of is Colin Morikawa would have been classed a rookie, and he's, like, a two-time major. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's a rookie, and there's a rookie. You know, it's, it's tough. You know, you see – how, how good he was coming down the stretch at the open and places like that. Like you can't really class guys like that as rookies as much as, you know, I appreciate it's their first Raider cup, but they're really, you know, best golfers in the world. And even some of the other American players that are classed as young, you know, Jordan Spieth and, and Justin Thomas, I mean, they're, they're around a long time and they've achieved an awful lot. So it's tough to, to, you know, while the American team was young and I think DJ was the oldest player, it's still a very different, uh, still very different. You know, they've, they've accumulated an awful lot of wins as a team yep. and a an lot of major champions so it's 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 just maybe a different different type of experience
0: yeah I wonder if uh those young guys actually got nervous at the Ryder Cup even though it was their first one and the experience that they've already had playing professional golf I mean I'm sure their nerves had to be out the roof um on the first tee I mean, you can explain it the other guys can explain it to them but actually getting up there and having the crowd behind you, uh, I would, I'd be terrified. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Um, well, I, uh, definitely have Rory on my, on my list as well as one of my favorite golfers. His, just his attitude, uh, his swing, everything about him really, uh, is just, um, amazing. So, um, let's talk about, uh, your, your property. Tell us a little bit about the hotel and, um, you know a little bit about the original course as well
1: so yeah the hotel um the hotel is a 62 bedroom hotel that overlooks Sheephaven Bay so it's right on the coast um I suppose it's, it's a little bit tough to get here um, we're a little bit remote Donegal wouldn't have the greatest road network but there's kind of a few benefits to that there's loads of little pockets of coastline with beaches and stunning views. Mm-hmm. So we can benefit from that in the hotel. And also as a result of, of being on the coast, we can source some beautiful locally, locally sourced seafood. and um, it's delivered to the hotel every day. So we serve some nice seafood and we have a beautiful hotel, as I said, with bay view rooms and penthouse rooms overlooking the water. And it's just a couple of hundred yards from the first tee of the old Tom Morris links and the Sandy Hills links. So the old Tom Morris links was Laid out in the early 1890s by Tom Morris himself from St. Andrews, who came over for the hotel owner at the time to look at actually laying out a private golf course in his nearby estate. And then he came down and he seen the lands at at Rosapena and he said, No, this is this is the place to build the golf course. So that's kind of how the, the original course came to be. And then he, the landowner, um, the local landlord, brought Harry Varden and James Braid over in the early 1900s to play a challenge match. And they made some revisions to the course and then quite a large revision happened in 1911 when Harry Colt came and extended the back nine right down along the coastline um, Mm -hmm. and what we call the valley holes now. So there's been a lot of really famous architects down through the years have had, you know, a little bit of involvement in the old course as well as Pat Ruddy and, and Tom, Tom himself. So it's, it's been really, really cool. But, then we opened Sandy Hills in 2003 and Pat Ruddy, who, as I just mentioned from the European club, he was the architect there and he built, you know, a much bigger, bolder golf course than the old course because it kind of weaves through the higher dunes that, you know, required modern machinery to build the golf hole. So yeah. the different golf course, but it, it it definitely benefits from some stunning views and it's, it's a really popular golf course. And uh, we get a lot of American traffic, a lot of continental European traffic, but it ties in really well with the old because the old's a bit more low line, a bit more traditional, and then Sandy Hills is a bit more modern and a bit more elevated tees and elevated greens. So that's kind of what's what's here.
0: Cool. And then uh, the new course is um, magnificent as well. Um, we have some course descriptions on our uh, website. I, I don't know if we've done it justice, but once we get to see it, we'll have a new perspective for sure. Um, so. Your location, you said it's kind of remote, but a lot of people actually love that. So it may be a plus to other people. The Northwest is sometimes uh, overlooked in Ireland. Why should Americans plan on uh, playing in that part of Ireland?
1: Yeah, I mean, excuse me, the the Northwest definitely probably was a little bit behind in terms of marketing and, and, and getting people to come here. I suppose for a long time, you know, people didn't travel as much further north, you know, whenever there was some stuff going on up there. So, but that's all kind of, everything's perfect now. And, you know, there's huge tourism coming to Northern Ireland, the great golf courses like County Down, Port Rush, Port Stewart, um, Castle Rock, and then you get a little further over and you've Ballylofen, two great golf courses. Mm -hmm. And then ourselves now you've three golf courses at one destination. So there's huge reason to get here. And I mean, the golf's, just as good as, as any other part of the country and there's a huge concentration of golf like in Donegal alone I think you've nine golf courses that are ranked in the top 50 in Ireland um, or will be ranked hopefully in the top 50 in Ireland so um <laughs> Island a stunning nine hole golf course um not far but an hour and 10 minutes from us Nairn and Portnew, uh great golf course recently uh, redone by Gil Hans the guys there invested an awful lot of money and and really brought and port new on leaps and bounds. And it's, it's, I've played it a number of times since it's been done. And it's just, just a great place to go. Beautiful, beautiful piece of land and really nice golf course. And then we have Port Salon, which is only 20, 20 minutes from our hotel. So it's really close. I mean, playing Old Tamaras Sandy Hills, Port Salon, and obviously St. Patrick's uh, and staying at, at our hotel is just a really easy trip. And then yeah, day trip absolutely. to New and Ballyliffin and Cretch is very achievable as well. Portrush as well is an hour and 45 minutes from us. So it's not it's not undoable to get up in the morning, go there, play at 10 holes and come back.
0: Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah. So it's one of those where you can, you know, be in ross half your trip and, you know, just down the coast for a couple of days as well. And, it, you know, there's your trip. There's your week trip. I think a lot of people are <clears throat> are doing that and that's a great, great location. Um, I don't know if you've uh, mentioned this yet, um, but tell us a little bit about the architect of St. Patrick's and how you found them and, and chose them.
1: Yeah, so we've had a, a, a long association with Tom. We've known him since um, 2006, 2007. He came and he looked at, looked at original golf courses with a view to doing some stuff. And then obviously St. Patrick's was, was happening at the same time with Jack Nicklaus's company. So ever since we've known Tom and uh, we've been in contact with him and communication with him. So whenever the opportunity came up then to work with Tom, it was, it was, it was obviously a no brainer for us. We bought the piece of ground in 2012. <coughs> Excuse me. We bought the piece of ground in 2012 and, uh, we didn't want to move too quick given, you know, the, the state of the world and, and economies and traveling golfers. So we left at some time and then Tom came to us and, and we worked out a, a deal to move forward and, and build St. Patrick's. So we're absolutely delighted with the end result and, and what Tom's created over there. And Really, I suppose from our point of view, you know, we're not serial golf course developers as much as everybody would love to be serial golf course developers. There's not much. Golf being developed in Ireland, so mm-hmm. when we had that one stunning piece of ground, three hundred acres, um, we wanted to to go with 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 Tom and, and create some. I got you. Golf courses on coastal sites and sand, like like Tar Pacific Dunes, Old McDonald, St Andrews Beach, and um, Byron Bougal Dunes. So he's has has a track record of a sandy site on the ocean. So we we definitely wanted to to move forward that way.
0: Sweet, sweet. What are some of the most famous uh, golf personalities that you've seen come through to Rospina?
1: Um I suppose this year with our Legends Tour event, we had some great players. Ian Wisdom played, Barry Lane, Thomas Bjorn, some really famous players on 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 the European Tour. Santiago Luna and Paul McGinley, obviously himself, played. Uh, we had some great guys from the world of sport. More. More of the world of soccer that wouldn't be as familiar to Americans like Niall Quinn, Robert Fowler. Guys like that, Mike Tindall, uh, Mm -hmm. the rugby player. So um, they were all here for our Legends Tour event. We also had Rory McIlroy come and play in our Scratch Tournament back in 2005. He was actually the inaugural winner of the tournament and again (laughs) in 2007. Shane Lowry played in that same tournament as did Jonathan Caldwell, a recent winner of the European Tour. Uh, Gray McDowell came and played uh, my brother Frank and I played with him just five weeks after he won the US Open in Pebble Beach he'd heard a lot about Sandy Hills and he wanted to come across and play it so he came over in 2010 so I suppose all those guys have have, have come and enjoyed it and played and I think we'll see a lot more people coming this year Bill Murray was here in in August uh, on his trip around Ireland he came and he played St. Patrick's and he absolutely loved it he was along with Tom Coyne from the Golfer's Journal, a great friend of Ross Apenna, a great friend mm. of Frankie. So it's great to get all those guys here to see to see it.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you, uh, do you get to meet these guys?
1: Yeah, yeah, I got to meet. Yeah, met Bill Murray. He was, a, he was an absolute gentleman. We got to meet, uh, obviously, with the opportunity to play with, with Graham when he was here and played with Paul McGinley and played in the Pro-Am for our Legends event. I actually played with Barry Lane and Niall Quinn and um, frank my brother played with peter baker he played Ryder cup in the early 90s and mike tindall so it's great it's great being able to come and have these guys come and be at our golf course and see our golf course and stay in our hotel and and, mm-hmm. and enjoy you know because they're all pretty impressed by what they see so it's just terrific because these guys travel the world and stay and see the best places then they come and they're still impressed when they get to to northwest on a which is really the most rewarding part of the the whole whole thing
0: do you, uh, how does your golf compare when you get to play with these guys?
1: Oh yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Uh, <laughs> playing with the pros is is yeah. You see, I mean, it's just just stunning. Even those seniors, I couldn't get over how good they were. Um, I understood <laughs> that they played, you know, European Tour for years. They're quite a bit older and they're playing a fairly fairly lesser schedule now. And I mean, just this quality of golf and the ball striking and the distance they hit the golf ball. Yeah. Brigade yeah. in the mid-50s and early 60s was just, you know, I played with Barry Lane in the Pro-Am and I was blown away at, at how good he was. I, I understood he was going to be good. He still wins on the Legends Tour, but I, I just couldn't believe how good he was. I mean, I played with a lot of good players, but I, I really thought his, he was very impressive.
0: Yeah, I have uh, some experience with playing with professional golfers because I I lived um, with a couple golfers in Cincinnati when I uh, went to college there, uh, I wasn't a golfer there, but I played football. Um, and a couple of those guys, almost all of them went pro for a little bit and they're, they're incredible the way they, they hit it. And they're so consistent. I think that's the main thing it's just being consistent. Um, you know, I always say that my dad offered me when I was, uh, around 10 or 12, if I quit football and baseball, um, he'd give me golf lessons, new clubs and all that. And I, I, wonder if I would have even been as close to like professional golf if I had did that, or if I started too late, like, you know, these professional golfers started six, seven years old and they're playing every day from then on. So, um, I always wonder, but probably not, probably not. <laughs> did you, when did you, uh, start playing golf?
1: Yeah, I suppose I was like ten, eleven years old. Yeah. Football, Gaelic football's pretty popular here. So a lot of kids play that and I would have played a little bit of that and then played golf as well. Um so yeah, but ten or eleven years old. But I never really took it too seriously. I enjoyed it and played and played with my friends and stuff. But uh mm-hmm. yeah, you see kids now and it's 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 real, you know, every day. And it's great, it's great to see and it's great, you know, and I think years to come the standard of the average golfer is going to rise hugely because so many kids are taking it up now and playing now which is it's great for golf and great for the game it's just good to see golf in such a good place Mm post-pandemic and it's terrific to see that the uptake and and, you know everybody seems to think that there's a lot more people playing in every country so it's terrific
0: yeah i think uh the um covid kind of jump-started a lot of people back into playing golf and new people playing golf. Cause that's all you could do. Um, I know I picked up a job at a golf course during COVID just cause it was open. It was right down the road and I got to play uh, like three times a week at that course. So, um, and I know everybody else started playing as well. I mean, personally, I knew people that never played and were starting to play. So uh, I think that was really good for the game of golf. And uh, I think it's just gonna piggyback from here and just keep on going. Um, so,
1: yeah, yeah, no, for
0: sure. What's uh, what's next for Rossopina?
1: Yeah, it's just I suppose from our point of view now, it's just getting getting everything into good shape. 2020, we were open for ten weeks. There and we go. This year, 2021, we we're open for 20 weeks. So our average season is between 30 and 32 weeks. Hopefully, now in 2022, we see a proper season full length and we can get plenty of golfers on the fairways and just get people uh, keep people keep people positive about playing golf and playing golf in Northwest County West and coming and staying here and and playing all three courses and you know playing their favorite one again that's a real thing we try and encourage people to do is come and play what they like a second time and St. Patrick's is getting a lot of really good press right now so um, hopefully it translates into a lot of visitor rounds in the next number of years
0: sweet Um, so are all your courses closed now for winter?
1: No. So we have a small local membership. So they, they'll they keep playing our old things. And then we kind of rotate. that We'll close the old for a couple of... Close Sandy Hills now for a couple of months and then close the old for a couple of months in the spring. Yeah. St. Patrick's is closed completely now until the middle of April. Just a few days after the Masters, we'll reopen. And that'll be reopened for the 22 season. And then we can, as I said, stagger the closure of the other two courses through the winter.
0: Sweet, sweet um that's awesome tell us uh a little bit to our guests what to expect when they uh stay and play at Ross Pina
1: yeah I mean it's it's just traditional links golf you know it's it's you can get good days and bad days but don't don't wait because the weather's weather's definitely it can change and it does change but it doesn't always change but I definitely would say that to, to come and just enjoy it um You've, you've three very different links golf courses, three very different experiences. So I definitely would say that you want to come and experience the the golf courses and see them. And, you know, I would leave a day to, for a replay round. You know, there's a lot of positivity, as I said, around St. Patrick's. And obviously one day is very different to the next, depending on wind, especially on St. Patrick's with the width of the fairways. You could play holes very differently depending on the wind. So. I would definitely say to come and, and and see all three courses and enjoy them. And the area is beautiful. There's some really nice restaurants, some really cool pubs, some really nice beaches. So it's somewhere that you can come and spend a week and play, you know, multiple rounds of golf. And you could, if you want, you can play a different golf course every day for seven days, a different Lynx golf course every day for seven days. And I don't think any day you'd be anyway disappointed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I know Jeff, my partner. Uh, he speaks very, very highly of Pinna in Sandy Hills, and he, his, his group uh, that's in their top, f- top trips for sure is you know staying there and playing there. And now they are very excited to add St. Patrick's to that mix, um, and I think you know we're all looking looking forward to um, coming. And I think in our in our April trip to Ireland. I think Jeff and I plan on coming early and getting to place St. Patrick's. So hopefully we'll, uh, we'll get to meet you. And yeah, um... yeah,
1: I'll be here. That's, that's really, I suppose I didn't touch on that. There's a huge, you know, it's the ease of coming to one location now is, is we've hopefully kind of created that or, you know, strengthened that, that you can come and stay in one location for three or four nights. A lot of golf courses around Ireland, you know, are are pretty spread out and you have to travel. Mm -hmm. And you might do one night in this hotel and then play golf and then another night in another hotel and you're kind of packing up every day and forgetting stuff and you don't, you know, you don't know where you are. Mm. So that's kind of what we're really trying to encourage people is to come and, you know, that longer stay and enjoy it and get to know the area a little bit. And if the first night you're there, you go to a pub and you like it, you can go back to the same pub the next night or, you know. And enjoy the golf and and play in the afternoons, play in the morning, and if you, you want to do a twilight nine holes, do a twilight nine holes because you're not getting into the bus and going to the next venue. And that's something that I definitely think that that's going to set us apart. That you can stay here and play different links golf courses every day, and then just just take the evenings at leisure and and get to know an area as much as as, as the next.
0: What kind of uh, out out of golf uh, activities? um are around your area like any sporting events um fishing you know things that people if they were to take a day off uh things that they could do
1: yeah well there's 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 local charter fishing boats that you can organize in advance where you can go fishing for the day there's some beautiful beaches there's Glen bay national park it's a 17,000 acre uh, old estate and gardens that you know it's it's managed by the state, and it's it's a huge tourist attraction, one of the biggest tourist attractions in the country, and mm. that's about 20, 25 minutes from the hotel. So there's lots of things to do, um, lots of things to do if you don't want to, you know, if you want to take an afternoon off or take a day off or whatever mm. from golf, you know, you go sort of do some hill walking in the beaches. It's it's a stunningly beautiful part of the world um, being so remote. So there's definitely plenty that can be done.
0: Sweet. Um, 17,000 acres. Wow, that is so how do they yes. keep up with with all that?
1: Well, it's 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 like it's a lot natural, of natural, right? just... A lot of barren land surrounding a lake. It's bogland and deer roam it, and it's it's a beautiful, beautiful estate. Um, it was owned by an Irish American for a while, and he he then left it to the Irish state whenever he passed away. So it's a fantastic resource and a fantastic tourist attraction for for mm. Donegal and for us. A lot of people come and see it um, regularly. A lot of people from the hotel visit regularly, so it's fantastic.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Well, John Casey, is there anything that you want to uh, uh, say to the viewers um, about, you know, Ireland and golf in general and taking trips? Uh, anything you want to encourage before we, we end here?
1: I suppose just back to what I I kind of try to put the point across a little bit earlier, like look at a, a destination and a venue. And you know, I'm not saying come here and play every course two or three times, but definitely look at coming to one destination and then spreading around. And as I said, <laughs> Ballyleffen, Port Rush, Donegal Golf Club, Port Salon, Critch Island, and Narnham Port recently renovated by Gil Hans, are all achievable on day trips from, from our hotel. And then obviously the three golf courses that are essentially on site, Tom Morris, Sandy Hills, and the new St. Patrick's Lynx by Tom Doak. So you have so much links golf there. Um, you know, get a nice bedroom overlooking the bay and, and just mm-hmm. get up every morning, have breakfast, and go golfing.
0: Yeah, pretty, that sounds, pretty straightforward. sounds great. <laughs> uh, we, we definitely encourage to stay and play. Um, at least At least only two destinations in a trip would be as much as we would want to move somebody. But being able to unpack for a week in a hotel and just getting, uh, being able to play seven courses in in the area, you know, um, sounds like a perfect trip. And I think that that, that, especially now with adding St. Patrick's, is uh, definitely doable. Um, It's very... um,
1: Portneau and Crutch are very achievable. Crutch is a nine-hole, so you go get up in the morning, go to Portneau, play 10 holes, have some lunch, go to Crutch, play nine holes, and you can be back in back in the hotel for cocktails at 6.30, mm-hmm. you know, or stop in one of the fine restaurants on the way and, you know, come come back later and have a day out. Ballyliffin's a 36-hole venue. Early start, get up there, play 18, have your lunch, play the other course, the old links, and come back in the evening. But it means you're not packing, you're not unpacking, you're not checking in. How much time's wasted checking in, checking out of hotels, fixing up extras, you know, you lose this, you lose that. We're all the time trying to send stuff on to people. So what I'm saying is, you know, look at that as an option and move around the county and play golf. And if you can secure a tee in put rush, go there. It's easy. We go up there, up and down for games all the time, leave here and drive up and drive home in the evening. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would I would be suggesting to any of your listeners that just look at that as an option.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, you know, great. Don't that's even,
1: great. Don't stay with us, stay in Letterkenny, but just look at staying in one place in Donegal and seeing all the golf courses we have to offer. Letterkenny is 30 minutes from us. It's a little bit closer to and Ballyliffin, um, but then you have a little bit of a drive to us, but there's definitely options, and definitely something to do, but it's, it can be done in Donegal. There's not many places it can be done in Ireland that you can play that volume of links courses from one hotel, but it can be done in Donegal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. That's awesome. Uh, John, thank you so much for coming on. I know uh, y'all uh, <laughs> just had time difference change or time change a couple of days ago and we didn't, we didn't get the memo <laughs> so a little uh, off on time this morning but we got it done uh, i appreciate you coming uh, it was great um we're excited to come and see the new course and um send our, our our listeners and our our travel guests there as well so um have a good rest of your day uh, thanks for being on thank with. you Kim.
1: thank you take it easy thanks. all right
0: Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in to Travel Rolly Podcast. I hope you're enjoying it. We've got some great guests coming in the near future. Be sure to be tuning in every Wednesday morning. Uh, If you enjoyed this podcast and others, please hit the like, share, and subscribe button on YouTube. And on the podcast platforms, hit the follow button. Appreciate it, and see you next week.